Rock the cradle of love. How That's about better. that? Yeah. That, was, that was a little more uh, uh, Jared, appropriate. You're just, man, you're always so critical. Hey, I go home no, and no, cry no. after these I shows every week. Keep you're you so on your sensitive, toes. Troy. I, I am you really, really are yeah. such Look. a sensitive guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a question from Amber from Cumming. I want to see if we can get this started. We might get it finished in the next minute. Uh, I'm more bearish on the market, so I tend to want my uh, to position my portfolio more defensively. That's not uncommon. I believe we're at the beginning of a decline. I might not agree with that. And I'm looking at putting more money into Ross stores. I think money is going to get tighter soon, and I'm thinking Ross will be able to weather this better than luxury stores. Uh, are there any others I should look at? Well, I, I would totally agree with the fact that Ross is probably uh, one of those that uh, I like no matter what the business cycle is. Um, but, uh, you know, part of it is because of their... Their uh, good growth, 12.65% in growth in earnings over the last five years, expected to be a little better than that at 13.75. As I was saying, I absolutely love this this uh, business model, and basically what they do is they go on and uh, buy uh, brand names that are uh, sold to them by oh, their biggest is uh, G3 Apparel, which supplies Macy's and Nordstrom's, Lord and & Taylor and & Kohl's. Brands include uh, uh, G3 Apparel Group, which, uh, you know, it made its name in leather. Uh, but they also have uh, Black Rivet, Winlit, Marvin Re uh, Richards. There's several uh, big names, Donna Karen, DK New York, uh, Villabrand, Jessica Howard. There's uh, uh, So you can go to Ross stores. You can find brands that you would otherwise find in some of the big department stores, and uh, they're at pretty substantial discounts, somewhere between 20 and 70% off. Uh, the other thing is you just never know what you're going to get when you go to the store. Uh, it's basically whatever inventory is available to them. So uh, what we've seen is the um, company is, is uh, really profitable, has a ROA of 23.2, return on equity of 44.1%, uh, not too heavily indebted, 13% uh, debt to equity ratio. Uh, only 6.9% of uh, their asset, assets are made up in debt. So, uh, you know, all things considered, uh, even, even their EVA spread, which I talk about quite often, which is the weighted average cost of capital subtracted from their return on invested capital, uh, which is 32.8% in this particular case. It's a very profitable company. I'll leave it right there. Uh, uh, price, uh, price to earnings growth, PEG ratio, uh, at 1.38 at is uh, one of the more profitable and one of the more um, uh, attractive uh, valuations in the market that you would find today, especially in, in uh, retail. So uh, I would tell you I like the way you're thinking in, in the way of uh, a company, um, but, uh, I, you know, I'm not so sure about your assessment of where we are in the in the business cycle so as we've already talked you know i don't see uh, huge signs of uh, a recession at the at the moment but i would surely buy uh raw stores with both hands i mean meets our investment criteria it, easily absolutely right? yes absolutely and uh, uh some of the others maybe tj maxx if you really think that uh, it's time to cover up and even if if not if you like those defensive kind of stocks uh, companies in in the healthcare like uh, Johnson and Johnson uh, tend to be uh, good options as well. So um, you know, uh, especially if they're paying a dividend, those those stocks usually tend to hold up well during 
tough times. Uh, with where Consumer Staples is at, Johnson & Johnson and P&G and the like would not be a bad play at this Absolutely. point. Absolutely, yeah. You might get beaten up. I don't I don't know that we've seen the bottom, especially with rates continuing to rise, but uh, I don't think you're going to hurt yourself buying some of those type stocks in the current valuation market. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, move on. We got Danielle from Woodstock. And if you have questions, you can always email them to us at drgene at hensler.com, D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, Danielle from Woodstock says, my brother died. I'm sole beneficiary for a retirement account like 401k. Uh, can I share funds uh, to my other siblings without a penalty? I don't want to distribute if it means taxes and penalties. Guys, you got an answer to that? Well, sharing, uh, I think, is uh, the, the key term there. I don't know that sharing is going to necessarily uh, work for you in this case, Danielle. But, you know, w- with you being the sole beneficiary, the assets in that retirement account are, are going to flow directly to you. Uh, that being the case, there are some options after you have inherited them uh, that would allow you to, to essentially share them, I guess. But uh, it, it's not as simple as simply uh, just giving them some money. Obviously, there's gift taxes to think about uh, because they would still be in a tax-deferred account, presumably. Um, and the gifter is the one who pays the gift tax, That's right? exactly the right. Well, well, you can gift up to 15000 To To your point, there's a gift tax implication depending on how much you wanted to give. But mm-hmm. the biggest thing is the ordinary income. So you would still That's have to right. take the distribution to yourself, Danielle, Before and the then gift. give to people. So as long as you give them less than 15000 there's no gift tax implication, but you're still going to have to pay the tax on that distribution. Yeah. Well, and even if you if you decided to take the, the distribution, pay the ordinary income, and then gift it to them, any amount over that annual limit uh, of 15, like Shauna said, uh, is just going to affect your exemption amount, your lifetime exemption amount, that is. So you, you may not necessarily have to cut a check to Uncle Sam, but, uh, you know, again, it's it's not going to be as simple as simply sharing it uh, with the other siblings because of the fact that, that those assets will end up in an inherited IRA, uh, and, and that's where they will reside until you make a distribution. So, you know, you make the comment that you don't want to distribute if it means taxes and penalties, uh, and while there's not necessarily a penalty, there will certainly be some taxes involved, um, you know, maybe multiple kinds, depending on, you know, which direction you choose to take that. But, uh, you know, the only other way you could potentially think about including them uh, in some of this is maybe making a disclaimer upon the distribution of the deceased's estate. I don't know that you can disclaim part of it. Shona, you may know the answer to that uh, in terms of being able to, say, disclaim half and still accept uh, or be eligible to uh, obtain the other half. Because as I understand it, Filing a disclaimer is as as though you died before the decedent. Yeah, and generally with a retirement account, there has to be disclaimer language in there, is my understanding. I'm not an attorney. Mm -hmm. I know enough to be dangerous. But normally there has to be some sort of language that says, I can disclaim this if I want to. And usually that's used for, you know, to... um, use personal lifetime exemptions or their estate tax exemption. Um, So my understanding, and I could be incorrect, is that you have to have disclaimer language in there, which if it was just left outright to somebody, I don't know that they could just disclaim it per se. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it's complicated. You'd want to talk to an attorney about that um, just to make sure that that is allowable if that is an option. But to your point, if it is an option, you could disclaim it. But if there's no contingent beneficiaries, then... I presume it would go right. through his estate documents at that point yeah. or the courts. Well, exactly. And Danielle, to that to that point, this is this type of account when it, when it passes by beneficiary, it is going to avoid probate. So this is almost this is as close as you can get to an immediate 
distribution upon a decedent's uh, passing because uh, those assets will avoid probate and therefore they're going to go directly into an inherited IRA for you unless they're your spouse. Uh, you, you have some different options if it's a spouse that passes away, but if it's anybody else, uh, you're either going to have to put them into an inherited IRA or take a full distribution, which uh, probably wouldn't be advisable depending on your situation, but uh, certainly something that is going to be circumstantial and I would say uh, you know, sharing is, <laughs> is not exactly easy in, in the situation that you, you, uh, propose. So you're saying that what we all learned in kindergarten is possibly not, not That's the best way. Not sharing. the best way. Maybe not. Well, yeah. let's put it like this. From a tax standpoint. Anytime you have some sort of a transaction, the government wants to get involved, right? And of course. they want to get a paycheck. Absolutely. And that's the way they, that's what you're dealing with here. Uh, if in fact it is legal, as Shauna said, you know, you need to check with an attorney, but at the same time, always assume that it's going to cost you Well, something. someone's going to pay the tax, whether it's you or somebody else. The tax, right. it, it's embedded in there. So somebody's paying the tax on that. Yeah. Oh, nice. And, you know, just gifting, giving it away doesn't make it the other person's problem. The, the person right. who gives is really the one who's on the hook for the tax. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you keep a little back mm -hmm. uh, and fully understand exactly what you're up against. Well, no again, what. even though she may not have a gift tax implication here, if you're going to share some funds, you're going to have to take out more funds, which means you're going to incur more ordinary income tax. So, All right, Jarrett, well, uh, that's going to wrap our show. What do you say, market up or down? It's going way up. Sean? Up. All right, me too. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.